When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to the kind of funny screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the producer slash seducer Nick Scarpino. Top of the morning to you, Tim. And making what I think is his first appearance on an actual kind of funny podcast in the spare bedroom, the big dog, Kevin Coelho. You're right. That's 100% true. Can't wait. Oh, it feels great. Can't wait to talk about some hot D. I've been itching to talk about it, Tim Tam. These last couple episodes have been real good. Yeah, it's been a while. We we had hot D is itching. Dude, I oh, I I hate you so I much, Nick, there. because we've we've talked about Hot D for the last ten weeks, right? I've never heard it referred to until about two minutes ago, <laughs> as Nick calling it House of the D, that makes it even worse <laughs> somehow. You know, does it or does it make it that much better? I'm no, not. It makes I'm it not worse. sure. It makes okay, it worse yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, because yeah. yeah. Hot D is enough. Pull, hot yeah. D is enough. You know. Mm-hmm. House House of of the the D. D, House of the D. Of course, this is the kind of funny screencast where every week we get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. Uh, We have missed the last couple episodes of Game of Thrones House of the Dragon because we have been launching the studio and all of that. So very excited to get here. Right in the nick of time for this finale so we can talk. eh, eh. There we go. There we go. That's too much. Um, But we're about to talk about that today right here live on YouTube.com slash kind of funny. You could also watch it later on YouTube. You could watch it or get it as a podcast. Just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast. Quick note. There's been a ton of issues um, within review on Apple Podcast in particular. You need to unsubscribe and resubscribe, and that should reload it, and then you're totally good. Really? It's off our end. It's very unfortunate, and it sucks. So if you have been subscribed to the in-review feed for us, please unsubscribe, resubscribe. And if you haven't subscribed before, subscribe now. It's the best time. And so, while you're there, subscribe to Screencast. So much great content, and there's only about to be a whole bunch more. Um, if you want to get the show ad-free, you got to go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like our Patreon producers Molecule, Al Tribesman, and Fargo Brady on YouTube have done. We appreciate all of you so very, very, very much. Today, we're brought to you by Policy Genius and the official The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power podcast, but we'll tell you about that later. I want to get right into it. Mm-hmm. We're done with season one of House of the Dragon. Way better than I think any of us could have ever imagined a Game of Thrones property, Game of Thrones spinoff being in 2022. Nick, what are your thoughts? Overall, just a phenomenal season of television. This is one of those, this is one of those shows where I was not looking forward to it going in. I was one of the detractors. I was one of the people saying, we don't need prequels. There's no way to tell a good, compelling story. But they got me back, and they got me back with really good characters, really good actors. And literally every time I, I, I sit down to watch one of these episodes, I think to myself, ah, do I really want to, do I really need this? Do I really want to watch this? It's going to be intense. And then by the end of it, I'm always clamoring for more. And I was talking to you guys earlier because the studio launch and all that stuff, I didn't get a chance to watch the last like two episodes. So going into the season finale, I had two and a half, like two hours and 20 minutes of Game of Thrones to look forward to. So I went a three hour block yesterday. That's pretty good. And it was awesome. And it was so, and by the, by the end of this season, you're like, I'm, I can't I can't believe I'm saying this. If I would have put money that I wouldn't say this back in the day, but I am so ready for the next season of this, of this show. So ready for it. 
Big Cav Dog. Man, it was a bummer that this episode didn't end with a trailer because I was like, I want a little tease of what's next because I'm so into the season. I'm I'm with Nick where, I I mean, the end of Game of Thrones left such a sour taste in my mouth. And and every time they, like, allude to the, the White Walkers and, like, the prophecy or whatever, the, the Conqueror's prophecy, what she called it this time, I'm just like, shut up. Just move on. Like, we'll just ignore that. Jon Snow's not going to do anything. Like, he's not... It doesn't matter. His watch ended. <laughs> uh, well, not quite. That's a good point. Maybe good point. they're gonna do more, more of that. Oh, right, I forgot. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm loving this season. Uh, the fast forwarding through stuff, the time jumps have been insane, incredible. I do think there's a little bit of a negative that we don't build the relationship with characters that we have had time to in the past. So it's like now you meet people and you're like, oh, Cole seems pretty cool. Next up, you're like, oh, Cole sucks. And and it's one of those things that like I would have liked to get a little bit more development in in that aspect of like, oh, okay, so like this is how that character is changing versus like the the next episode. It's just like changes happened. Like you know, like now he's just crazy. Oh, and then the episode after that, like oh, now he's evil. Uh, I would have liked more time with it, but at the same time, I'm loving all the, like, I'm glad that the Crab Man we only got for, like, basically an episode, and by the end of the, the next episode, it was done, and it was like, all right, that story's buttoned up, and we understand how it leads to the overarching story. I thought that stuff was really cool, uh, and, God, I'm so stoked for the next season. Like, this left me sitting there being like, why is it over now? Couldn't they make, like, a massive season or something? But, like, next season's going to be crazy. Yeah. I, I really hope we don't have to wait too long. It has been renewed, but as far as I could could find on the internet, there's not, like, a, a plan of, like, oh, it's coming next year or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely a bummer. Um, but they can take all the time that they need if they're going to make shows this damn good. This season was absolutely incredible. I think that it was not just a great season of TV. It was a great season of Game of Thrones. And to me, that is a, a totally different level uh, of quality that we're talking about. This show delivered everything that I loved most about the Game of Thrones se- series um, in spades and added the unique twist of the time jumps. I thought that this show used them very well. I don't think I'm, it's something I want to see in a bunch of other projects yeah. or whatever, but this season of this show functioning the way that I did, I think really kind of made it special and stand out in a way where we got to see entire lives of some of these characters um and some of them cut short and and some otherwise um but i i really think that the the show in terms of costume design in terms of like it's the little things like seeing uh uh rayara i think her name is uh in the battle armor she just looks so damn cool and they get to that the table with the the flames in it that's like the map and like like, that was such a great when they slid the the flames underneath you're like what are they doing and they're like oh it's a light-up table it's (laughs) just those are the choices that separate game of thrones production from other tv shows where it's like they didn't need to go that hard but they did and it it makes it so much more not even real it just feels like like i i don't want to look at my phone for a single second watching this show because they they have earned every single ounce of Mm. my attention and i think that from episode one till now it's like some of the recast didn't hit with hit perfectly for me um but i think overall like anyone that i had to complain about by the end of it i'm like you were true to the character and you kind of like really 
uh, got me to a point just like Kev where I, I was begging for there to be a trailer for season two, some type of hint of where we're going. Cause honestly, this felt like it kind of ended abruptly, but that's only because I can't wait for more. When you think about structure of what they've done, it is just such a great kind of prologue season to getting to the Dance of the Dragons, which is the dopest name for a civil war between dragons I have ever freaking heard. The, the moment where we got like actual scale for these dragons, because like we've seen these dragons isolated. We've seen Vagar coming to, you know, a kid Amon and him climbing on top. And you're like, okay, it's a big dragon. But then like in this last episode, when Vagar, right? That's the right name for the, mm -hmm. the dragon. The big, the big dragon. Yeah, the yeah. big dragon just comes out of the clouds and like, or first of all, our first like little hint of like, oh, he's really, really big. Where there's the storm and the lightning lights him up, and you're like, oh. When he's like that but, great shot where he's like he doesn't mm -hmm. see him yet, and and he's he's overhead, and oh. when the audience sees him first, you're yeah. like, this kid's dead. <laughs> this yeah, it's so dead. But, but when when we, yeah, he comes out of the cloud and just chomps him in half like it's nothing so wow brutal. and it's like dude now the war's on the war's on right but also the just the brutality of uh was it Amond? that's the that's the ipad yeah. guy that looks like yeah. he's 74 years old he's yeah. so old i taught you want to talk about poor casting this guy's i mean the character's I mean, great he's very good but he looks older than matt smith i'm gonna just throw that out there not great but his reaction to it of obviously he was just trying to antagonize his cousin and like not even himself being fully committed to it. And then when when the kid comes out and blasts smoke and, the, and then he loses control of the dragon, he's like, no, 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 you have to listen to me. And then the reality of what he's done where he has just started the war is such a great way to end that. And then, of course, you know, Renaris like just turned around like a boss from that fire being like it's it this is yeah, that was what we, i needed and, and the game is the game is on man now what's interesting about that though Renera, is like how how would they know like how would matt smith's character learn that this is what happened unless uh Eamon decided to own up to it and be like like turn it to a thing of like yeah i killed him like i did that because mm. otherwise the, no one would there'd be no way for them to know right in those last moments w that we spend with Eamon, he looks like he's like he fucked up. Oh, yeah. Because obviously, yeah. like, both dragons, he, they seem to have lost control of it because they're both like, no, serve me. Do what I'm telling you. And uh, and then we see Amon saying the same thing to Vagar, and it's like, oh, they both lost it. The dragons are kind of going AWOL. Um, but, like, yeah, you have to imagine he's told people, right? Well, I don't, but it's not even that, though, right? He, it's he's He was at... Was it Baratheon's house? Yeah, what, what, yeah. Storms. Storms. The guy's which, like, which you've never shit, seen, right? which looks cool as fuck. Oh, but that guy was like, "Not here. You're not spilling blood on my shit." Uh -huh. Yeah, he saw them both leave. So you gotta figure at some point if if Eamon's not gonna own up to it, Bar someone's gonna be like, "Hey, what happened to the hall?" He's like, "Oh, that, he definitely killed the kid. Mm. For sure, killed the kid. Like, there's no and getting a around." Dragon. And a dragon. Like when, like, oh my down. god, when they're talking about the numbers and the scale yeah. of the war. What did they say? Wait, 13? Even, even, yeah, 14 to 4 is what they're talking about. So now it's 13 to. And they've got more, more, right? He's got more eggs. Uh, he found. I got eggs coming. Yeah. It's like, I, it's so sick that they're building this, but I love that we have uh, Rhaenyra here kind of like representing the other side and like more like her father of not trying to go to the war and all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But even her talking about like the moment dragons get involved, it's, it's all fire. It's, a it's all fire. Everything burns. It's just like. We're seeing that happen, and like also we end up we know what ends up happening yeah. at least from the far Targaryen far future. Targaryens are gone, right? and there ends up being no Targaryens. Yeah. And, oh, I need to stop right there. Yeah, somebody blew my mind on the kind of funny subreddit a couple of days ago and posted a picture finally of Cisco. Yeah, and it was like Cisco is the last living Targaryen. Wow, but we're not That's ready to incredible. talk about that. <laughs> incredible. Like, come on. Wow. Good for Cisco. He's Good been planning that Cisco. since the late 90s. Mm -hmm. Good for him with the hair. Mm -hmm. That's great.
But anyways, yeah, I, I just, I loved her characterization. It felt very authentic to who she is. And I think it created a really interesting plot so that when things would go good or bad or whatever, you're like, oh, and so seeing the dragon on dragon action had a little more um, oomph to it of like, right. oh, this means, this means blood. This means like the, the war is unstoppable at this point. Well, what's going to be interesting is one, like, Man, I, how many dragons are going to like be needed to take down Vegar? Because like that dragon, at least four. If they're that, right? if they're the same size as the kids' dragon, you'd yeah. be a fleet of those dragons, right? That thing and that's, is that's huge. where like having babies or like eggs, like I don't know how much that's going to, yeah, you know, me- matter, right? Because like you you have to wait for them to grow, and like no one's as big as Vegar. They do still have Sea Smoke though, who was one of the bigger ones, right? Yeah, like, but they... I, I if it like I I believe all the dragons like that are. Like next in line for biggest are about half Vagar's size. Yeah, it's a big. If, dog. if I'm, how big is um, I'm, I'm forgetting. the the one with Damon's? The, no, not Damon's. Well, his his is pretty big. No, uh, the ants or the 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 woman who should have been queen, not Renara Reina. I think is her name. Yeah. Yeah. How big is her dragon? It, it's it's probably the second biggest. Okay. I, really? I believe I I think that thing so. looked pretty big when yeah. it came through the the whatever the floor, that yeah, that was yeah. another great moment which we haven't had a chance to talk about like how oh, cool yeah. that was it just busting through the floor and her not starting war or ending it really which a was a bad call in I my know, opinion. A terrible in missed opportunity. Opinion, yeah. Come on. <laughs> like she could have ended it all right there, mm-hmm. burned it all to death, gone gone and got Rhaenyra. Brought her back and but like we're coronating the queen right now mm-hmm. and that would have been that would have been it but we're like then we wouldn't have a season two we yeah. wouldn't get the whole the, the full story of this and but I was like oh she's gonna light him up right now yeah and then and just screamed a little bit and then ran away and I'm like well that was that sucked <laughs> well I mean she's not the like queen like she doesn't have that right to just st- like start a war because like at the end of the day like people are uh like uh making their allegiances with them right yeah. so if, even if they wiped them all out there might be still be some consequences uh, oh like, you gotta imagine yeah. it's not a good look you're like yeah. i just killed i mean she could have if it went the wrong way she mm-hmm. definitely could be beheaded for that right oh yeah for you sure you know, talk about beheading oh my god oh the scene the scene uh, with the brother <laughs> oh my lord yeah, yeah, yeah. stick it out of his uh half severed head oh, jeez the, louise the level of like and we're going there that this show has done like yeah. I, in my opinion too far with some of the stuff it's like I, the the childbirth stuff like yeah, they gotta stop with the child they just stuff. they really they gotta, gotta stop, stop. that was this that episode was, I, I do think they went too far yeah. like oh, they yeah. didn't need to do that for sure yeah. uh i mean obviously the one thing i'll say is everything ha- this season well first off going back to the time jump stuff i hope they don't do that for the next season i hope they slow it down a little bit and we get a chance to kind of see these characters a little bit more which i think they will i think they're gonna have to they have right to. like because at a yeah. certain point like, like what are they with our main 20 characters? years from now the war is over yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay we figured that one i out. mean they, they've shown though i mean now that we haven't talked the last couple of weeks they have shown and i love this because when we were talking on episode one and two and when we first started seeing time jumps i'm like oh man viserys he, he's gonna he, any second now he's gonna die they kept that energy up for 10 episodes like this man was slowly crumbling to the point i love that we saw his last dying breath oh, and it was so beyond death than i've ever seen captured on on film ever like that motherfucker was falling apart in the most i think it helped that his way. eye was missing and like Crazy. a chunk oh, of his face y'all yeah hold on but like bro abdicate the throne you could have avoided all of this by just abdicating it's it. like, oh it's hers now it's hers Deal now it. i can't i clearly cannot lead anymore i'm Dude. on the milk of the poppy which we've all been there if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> game of thrones delivers uh in in many ways but it rarely delivers the hero moment we rarely get the thing of like triumphant music and like the more like avengers like the theme songs playing and all of that every once in a while 
something happens. But I, normally on Game of Thrones, if epic music's playing, something bad is going on, right? right. There's exceptions to that. But seeing King motherfucking Viserys bust those do- doors open and slowly walk yeah. with his mask on, getting onto that throne. It was beautiful. It was so fucking exciting. And like, I am cheering for this dude that the entire episode, the, or show the nicest thing we could have said about him is that like, eh, he's, he's pretty polite. He's yeah. pretty polite. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, he kept oh, the peace. He rocked it. And I, I just, I loved it. I, again, the costume design, just like having his mask, him taking his mask off and yeah. yelling at his family, like that whole scene of the family and um, the cousins like antagonizing each other. Did you at any point did anyone out there watching think he should be like you thought we could be decent in an indecent world? I'm like, what's up, Two Face? Uh, anyway, um, what I was gonna say though was I think what, what this what this season did really really great was that slow burn, that slow build of tension, right? And when they finally start launching the plan in place, what a great episode of those incredibly good-looking twins, one of them trying to sneak uh, Rainey's out of the city. Oh, Eric and Eric? Yeah, Eric and Eric. Is that what their names are? One with an E. Is that really how? Uh-huh. Oh, my it's God. In the subtitles, it's E-E-R-Y-K and A-A-R-Y-K. Which is annoying because they look one. They look like my friend Eric, which is crazy. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> man bun. Um, but, th- but that scene of them trying to sneak, one of the guys trying to sneak her out, you feel that. You're like, you got to get out of the city. Like, you are, she is going to kill you. And then turning around and seeing it and then realizing, like, oh, this is it's too late now. This thing has been done. Having and having Eamon like not want it and then realize the power that he's got in his hand and then hold the sword up and everyone's like, okay, what's that? Egon. Egon, sorry. Um I just call him Egon from now on. Yeah, It'll be yeah. Egon, Vankman, and Spangler. Yes. That's right. For exactly. everything. Do you understand me? Sounds like dragon names. Just honestly. a just a great a great setup for what I'm hoping will be just a fucking awesome season two of this show. But, but also, like, what a good call for her being like, I'm not leaving this place without my dragon, bro. Oh, you like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's because he was like, we're going to go. She's like, where are we going? He's like, oh, we're going over here. And you're like, why is she? I'd be like, get me the fuck out of here. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But you forget that she's got yeah. a dragon docked over the at the air, uh, you the know. The dragon pit. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the dragon pit. The, the time jump stuff was so interesting because there's the super obvious on the nose things of like seeing some of the main characters have time jumps and grow mm-hmm. and we, we see it. But then I like how they started playing it with it in the sense of like, okay, the, the Driftwood guy. Like, oh, they just killed him off camera. Or did they? Oh, they're not saying he's dead. They're saying he might come back. And then he comes back. I, I love that like not every time jump had the same kind of through line of like, oh, we're only going to see important things on camera or we're going to like do things off camera all the time because the, we are jumping that far. They kind of played with it. So like I was like on the edge of my seat the entire time, like who's still here? What's going to like right. what 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 pieces are even on the board? And that's why I thought that uh, in this episode, seeing them plan what could turn into a war be like who do we even got right now yeah talking about the starks talking about the baratheons like going into it all and the plan of sending everyone out like we have dragons we're gonna go and be the messengers i was like this is so exciting how great was it to see when the board lit up did you notice like one of the first places you see is Winterfell? oh dude and i got you're like all right okay we're gonna see some starks soon it's gonna be great they're gonna be the ones that come in and we're like yeah they're the cool kids the starks coming in um that whole sequence is great though what a great piece of visual storytelling also right like like, this board this this world that is dead and dark and you can't see anything is now fully lit up with fire like you know what's coming it is just going to be a bloodbath and it's going to be so freaking good and then oh go ahead oh i was gonna say i really like that at that moment uh, when everyone's losing their shit and scrambling and people are like advocating for war and like aiming known 
Damon? Damon is sending Damon. out yeah, <laughs> these so names, right? And it's starting to send out all these ravens that like that's when uh Rhaenyra the aunt? Rhaenyra? Rainies, I think is her name. Rainies, that's Rainies. Rainies. Ah! Rainies. Like that's the moment where she's like looking at uh Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. Like she is better suited to to lead than anyone else I see here. Well, because she has that moment, right? Yeah. Where she's like, "We're not. I don't want to start a war." Right. And she actually thinks about the offer, right? Should I actually? I mean, she's probably not going to take it. But there's that moment where she goes, "Let's take a pause. I'll I'll tell you tomorrow. Like mm -hmm. they'll have my answer tomorrow, which is what a, you know a good ruler would do. Let's weigh the options and figure out instead what's of right. just killing Otto on the spot, right? Or yeah, and causing a war, which she knows. Let's be honest, she can't win yet because mm -hmm. she doesn't have she doesn't have the actual uh, allies for it, right? Other than the you know and and the, and Man, I got, I got, we got to memorize all these people. We need to do like cheat sheets and cards, like flashcards of people's names. They do it on purpose. Man. I know. Fucking with us. But the 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 sea snake coming mm -hmm. back in mm -hmm. and having that moment where he's like, I think we you, call him a seahorse here. Seahorse. Mm -hmm. Got it. Uh, uh, having that moment where he's like, you've got, like you've got us. I'm on your side. Yeah. And having cool. that that look of relief hype, in her face, yeah. being like, thank God. So many years. But you do know? you think at one point you'd just be like, hey, come here, come here, come here, come here. Your son's not dead. Yeah, you yeah, just right? wanted to leave. It yeah. would be it would be you so simple to say that. Be like, I'm just gonna let you know because you think I killed him. He's not dead. Yeah. He just wanted to go away with it with with his significant other, with his lover. Classic and just go live somewhere else. Classic like, situation. Or call here. him up, be like, send her a raven, mm -hmm. something. Send your mom a text, bro. What are you doing? Like, let her know you're okay. Because <laughs> this back is eventually. You know, of course, he'll come back eventually, and it'll be like at the worst possible time. But that, but man, I was like, you talk about like not picking up your phone. There's one moment where he was talking to Rhaenyra, where, the, where Viserys was talking to Rhaenyra, like on the on, almost on his deathbed before he he makes the, you know that, that last stand, and uh, Dee had watched all of these already. She goes, "Hey, you need to pay attention to this part," because I picked up my phone. She goes, "Put it down." Yeah, and I was like, "Okay," and I put the phone down, and then having her be like, "You you have to stand up if you want me to take this." You have to stand up for me and tell everyone that, and then having him just not being like being completely incontinent, and then coming back, and then do it. Sorry, does that mean you can't poop? No, it means you like can't control your pooping. Well, well, well. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No, yeah, I mean, there's Chat? a good chance. This is a Let great chance. Am I wrong? A great chance. Um, but him not being with it so much, and then having that conversation with Allison. Where he thinks he's talking to Rhaenyra, yeah, yeah. and then saying like, "Hey, it's got to be Aegon," and you're, and, ah! and, and it's like, uh... and it's like, no, and she, and then you feel bad for her because she's like, "I'm on the fence here," like I was just gonna give it up, and then, and then all of that. Oh my god! Like what I wasn't expecting was her, that tension between her and her dad. Yeah, of being like, we're not killing Renair. He's like, you know, we have to, right? And now they're enemies, and now she's starting Oof. to play the game too. It's God, it's so complicated, it is man. So I, good. But before we get to Kevin's thought, real quick, let me tell you about our sponsors. You know what I have? No, besides a game award, life insurance. I wanna make sure that if anything happens to me, my family's taken care of, and you should do the same. And since life insurance typically gets more expensive as we age, now is the time to buy. I didn't get my first life insurance policy until Ben was born, but it feels great knowing that no matter what, Jen and him are gonna be okay. No matter what. Policy Genius was built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $17 per month for 
$500,000 of coverage. They're not incentivized to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. And your personal info is private. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net, and you deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Go deeper into the canals of Numenor, the mines of Khazad-dûm, and more with the official The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power podcast. Hosted by friend of the show, Felicia Day, and several special guests, they provide an inside look at the groundbreaking series and what it took to bring Middle-earth to life. Each episode of the official podcast features exclusive interviews with the series showrunners J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay, including the very first full breakdown of the incredible season finale. Felicia also goes behind the scenes with the cast and crew to bring you jaw-dropping stories and Easter eggs you don't want to miss. Watch The Rings of Power on Prime Video and listen to all eight episodes of the official The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power podcast for free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app now. Kevin Koala. I was just gonna say, like, I like now we're going back a couple episodes. I like that when uh, Viserys dies. Viserys, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The king. Yeah, and when the king dies, I, I go by position of like the ant, the king, the yeah. queen, <laughs> the, the other queen. Well, now Aegon technically is king, right? Yeah. But anyways, when he dies, we get the small council that meets up. And everyone's like, what's going on? And it's like, clearly they've been plotting. And like, there's that one dude who's like, fuck this noise. Yeah. Like, you've clearly been plotting. Yeah. I'm out. And they're like, uh uh-uh, uh, you're sitting out. Uh, uh. And it's like, Cole, stop. You gotta chill. You gotta chill. Also, the fact that Allison was taken by surprise by that, right? Where she was yeah. like, wait, what, you, have you guys been plotting this? And it, it, that's like, come on, come on. Yeah. Bro, come on. And she's like, no, this is not cool, yada, yada, yada. But then, every, <laughs> man, that one guy, let me tell you one thing right now, guys, give it a day. Before you leave the castle, don't just immediately get on your horse and try to leave he King's Landing. No, we didn't make it. Out. It was like that dude with the foot fetish. She's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill this guy right now. Oof. That shit was hard. That scene was tough. I'm glad you brought that up because that was a weird scene. The foot fetish was. thing was just such a weird scene. It was really funny to see the internet react to that. Yeah, it, that. Yeah, that's Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Here's, you know? here's what I'll say about that, and this is this is a shout out. I will continue to shout out Olivia Cook for fucking being such a good actor because it's so hard to portray vulnerability and strength at the same time and she nails it every single time she is in that perfect she plays this character so perfectly as someone who's like has a, a combination of fear ambition like uh, a, a strength for her family and then just not wanting to be in this situation at all and that's one of those things that she had like she felt she had to do to like protect her family and to keep going forward and you see and she says none of that in that scene it is just yeah. literally all visual it's just her putting the feet up and this and then looking away that look away was like god damn dude this is like what a great actor she's got to get an emmy for this honestly she was incredible and i thought that the choice that they made to have uh episodes nine and ten like they're essentially the two main women aren't in the other episodes. Like yeah. it very much is like, here's your episode and here's your episode. Well, and they really got to shine. You kind of feel like it's like, hey, these are the two families reacting to the news. To the, right? to the news yeah. that is like the core thing right. of this entire show. But like, it, I think it really allowed for some great acting moments for for both of the older actors uh, for the the two leads. Yeah, and they, they just great. they just brought it. Like I feel like though it was episode nine and ten that cemented those characters as oh. 
this isn't so much a they're right, they're wrong, because it's like you're with Allison where it's like your family is a bunch of assholes and they're definitely doing things wrong here. But it's like you are on the right side of this. You heard your husband say that. Right. Like, like in her right. mind, it's like it, it's she's not pretty indisputable in your brain unless you were unless you understood that he is ta- was yeah. talking about some, another conversation, not knowing where he's at. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was tough. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the setup for this is always it, it was very I want to say fulfilling. But we got to a place where I was like, all right, there's no other way. Now we yeah. have to have dragon on dragon action. You have to, now it's you time have to, to have the dragons fight and let the dragons duke this and, out. And with that, I was um, so impressed with how the show actually ended because last night I'm watching this episode and I'm like, I am all in. Y'all dropping 14 on four dragons. We're about to get a dragon war. Like you're calling it the dance of the dra- All this stuff is so damn cool to me. But then I was like, there can only be 20 minutes left. Like, there's no, what are they about to do? And I thought they did a great, great thing of teasing us with the dragon action with an incredible dragon scene. The flying through the valley, so cool. the, the, all the stuff with the, the clouds, the breaking through the storm, like, all it, of it was It's wild beautiful. how well choreographed it was, where it was like the, the moment where Vagar cuts him in half is so cool that you forget that there was a cool chase through that valley that was like something out of like How to Train Your Dragon, which is like, it looked so cool, and, like, the kid was smart. He was using his dragon size to his benefit, but it's like he couldn't get away far enough. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you one thing right now. The second you see how big the other dragon is, like, this kid's fucked. Yeah. This kid is but fucked. I like how they, like, the the actual, the, the plot of what happens there. Like, I, I liked that the, the little kid's dragon kind of lost control and, like, shot at uh, the big one. Because, like, that did add that level of, oh, they're not in control. Like, I'm happy they did that as opposed to... I thought the kid. I thought the kid made him made his dragon. No, I think it was an accident. I think it was. He's like, dude, stop, stop, stop. Like they they were both out of control. Oh, interesting. I didn't catch that. Yeah, once he uh, shot the fire, or like once uh, they burned the side of his face. That's when the kid was saying, like, no, listen to me. So yeah, there was. Well, that's when that's when Amon was saying, listen to me. But I thought that they they both said it. Oh, was it okay? Because I thought I thought the kid came out of like I'm gonna actually try to kill. My cousin with that flame burst. No, no, because he was the si- it was the dragon that he burned, not the. Oh God! Right? Okay, so the I think so. Yeah. I'll tell you this though. Pissed, yeah. What a great, what a great shot when he lands in the rain and the thunder hits and you see the dragon Dude. over parked over in oh, the distance. I, I'd have been like, bro, get back on your dragon mm-hmm. and get out of there. Yeah. You lost this one. Yeah. You lost this one's. You, you were a little too late to this one. Uh, also seeing uh, the Storman dude, Baratheon guy, being like, you didn't even come with an offer? It's just a reminder of my oaths? Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Get out. Yeah. And it's such a, what a, what a fun, it, it reminds me a lot of, uh, not a lot, but a little of, uh, what's what's the guy's name from uh, The Red Wedding? The guy that was the, ha- the head of that house? Ray. 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 Kind of like that, like, eh, what's going on here? Like, are we going to play both sides? Are we going to, you know, he's, he's out for himself, it, I mean, obviously. he was he was there sitting and being like, what are the offers? Oh, you have nothing for me? Get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, the, the show just did such a great job of building the tension that the moment we see that giant dragon, obviously, like we're like, whoa. Mm. But then you're also like, whoa, oh, man, this is eye patch guy. He's already in there. Ooh, little kid, you are fucked. Like, yeah. There was no way scary. he was surviving this episode. And when you get into there, he's like, I want your eye. Was, I was oh, like, that escalated oh, he's going to get that eye. Yeah. He's going to get that damn eye. When he took his thing off and he had the like the blue gem in his shit, I'm sick. like, bro, that's sick. Very fuck. cool. Yeah, that, I mean, I love, there's also a great moment with him and Cole where they're training and he goes, we're going to have you in tourneys in no time. He goes, fuck tournaments. He's like, dude, there's a war coming. I got to be ready for that shit. You're like, this guy is no joke. And then you see the other brother like going harder on his brother. Because he's like, we got to be yeah. ready. And the little one's like, dude, we're already like, well, dude. we should have been 20 years ago for this shit, man. Ah, oh, they're just way thing. too young to be competing against Amon. Yeah. <laughs> like, Amon's 
bad casting. I really like the actor. I just think that like for the age that he's supposed to be in, it doesn't make like he got us all the like the big jeans because he's way taller and like looks like he's solid twenty eight. Like if we're being really generous, we're being real generous. That guy's a thirty four yeah. year old guy. And his like, his brother looks appropriate. Well, he's like sixteen, yeah. maybe eighteen. Well, what's weird is that correct me if I'm wrong, but when Aegon was younger, he was the taller one, yes. right? He was the tall, skinny one that was kind of a brat. He was the one that was like just being an asshole to his mom the entire time. It literally looks like they changed actors. That they were like, oh, this kid should be shorter for no reason. But I'm like, okay, it's weird. If you put the two actors next to each other, they're supposed to play the younger and the taller one. There's like a foot difference between those two actors. Yeah, but sometimes that happens, you know. There's one you point shrink? where... You uh, shrink? Well, no. Can the inverse happen? Other, Can I get taller? Just, but, like, you know, like uh, the middle kid had a growth spurt that obviously the oldest uh, didn't have and stuff like that. Like, when I was in back in elementary school, I was one of the tallest kids in uh, my grade. That didn't, uh, you know, uh, work out for me in high school and stuff like that. But, you know. Well, Barrett, the good news is if you and I both go to an elementary school right now, we're probably going to still be short. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, man. Well, so here we are. This is Game of Thrones. House of the D. Season one is over. We know season two in the is coming. Books. Uh, we know that uh, there's a, from what I understand, let me know in the comments because like there's so much information out there. From what I understand, currently the only Game of Thrones shows that are actually happening are season two of this and then whatever the Jon Snow, Snow thing is. Yeah. Thing is. That's all, all the other things have been canceled, there. I think. That they like because there was like a bunch of different. I, I think you're right. Stuff, yeah, but I think that they're they're over. So I'm interested. I, I, want I would more. I would not be surprised though if we started getting some announcements pretty soon about new stuff and development. Yeah, because this was. I, I mean, this was a huge test bed for them. I think. I mean, they're not saying that it was, but I'm pretty sure. I'm like, they need another Game of Thrones. They need this to be a temple series, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. and it worked in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think Absolutely. everyone's loving it. So I would not be surprised if we're getting the Jon Snow. I mean, we're obviously getting that. And if they're like, we're we're gonna tell people we're greenlighting two more se seasons of the show right now. I, I really, like, if just for a moment, let's talk about shows we'd like to see. I think that I would actually like to see the Usurper War, like, the came right before, like, 20 years before Game of Thrones that we know of. Because, like, there's, like, not rumors, but, like, fan casting of, like, people, and it's, like, what, what's the, they're saying Superman for... Henry Cavill is yeah. uh, Bob Rathian, as yeah, Bobby Greg's B. saying in the chat right now. Bobby B. Bobby I B. would love to see that. Because he was supposed to be this giant hulking of a man that carried a 65 pound like hammer that he yeah. wielded one-handed and i want to see that like that like i think that would be really cool also that would be a bigger scale of like just wars with like people versus wars with dragons yeah and like some of the wars that we saw in uh what season five the bastard bowl mm -hmm. like that was dope i'd love to see more of that kind of stuff yeah, and I, I don't think we're gonna get that with this show. That uh, is that what they call it, the Bastard Bowl, yeah, like right? the Super Bowl of Bastards. Yeah, awesome. Wasn't it the Battle? I think it was the Battle of Bastards. The official name, but okay, I don't yeah, call it but the like, Bastard Bowl. That's badass. Clegane Bowl. The Clegane Bowl is what you're thinking. No, Clegane Bowl is that was also something that happened that everyone. Well, no, was I'm just letting you know that, that you're, that's why you're thinking of bowl. I don't think the. No, bastard, I think they called it Bastard the, Bowl. Yeah, okay. I think so. All right. Chat, let us know. Let us know if they called it the Bastard Bowl or not, or Kevin and I are thinking about the Tostitos Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well there we go this has been uh the screencast for house of the dragon season one let us know in the comments below what you thought of this what spinoffs you would like to see in the game of thrones universe of saying i'm wrong <laughs> <laughs> but until next time i love you all <laughs> goodbye <laughs>